Grassroots Community Network is now available to podcast. Enjoy all your favorite programming, whether you are making the commute to or from work, enjoying a jog through the mountains, or just hanging around the house. And don't forget that Grassroots offers over 4,000 shows on demand on our webpage, www.grassrootstv.org. Simply use the search tool in the upper right corner to locate your content. There are many ways to connect with your community. For podcasts, visit our homepage on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. All direct links, including a direct link to subscribe to our RSS feed, can be found under the search bar on our homepage. And remember, you are Grassroots Community Network. Please consider contributing by visiting our website at www.grassrootstv.org or by calling us at 970-925-8000. Thank you. There's a lot you can do in this town. You set it up and turn it around. We might have come from somewhere else, but this is where we found ourselves. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you know. Welcome to another edition of the local show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host. Thank you so much for joining us here in the midst of March. Springtime is almost here on the calendar. Spring weather's been here for a while. We hope you guys are having a great ski season. Thanks for tuning in each week here on Grassroots Community Network, where we feature inspirational locals from up and down the valley. Only locals, only local sponsors. We really try to keep true to the local show. And uh, this week I have a returning guest. He is the owner of Highlands Ale House. The finest place at Highlands. Good to Kevin see you. Kevin Joseph, welcome back to the local show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Glad for Glad to be here. back. It feels so nice to be on this couch again. Well, you, but you just had a pretty chill time on the North Shore of Kauai. Let's I start did. with that. I that's did. one of my favorite places on earth. It's, How was your vacation there? It was incredible. One week out in Kauai. Oh. I, I, I used to take the theory that I would go leave at the end of the season and kind of just relax for the two months of the off season. Right. But I've changed now. Now I just I go mid season. I like that idea. You know, come back, recharge for our spring break. Exactly. We're ready to go. It's so nice to have at least some kind of a break just to recharge, rejuvenate, like it you said. It was say. nice. And reset, you, hit the reset button for the last part of said, the season. No better place than Kauai to do that. Uh, what were some of the fun things you guys did in, on the North Shore? Let's see. Anything from surfing and boogie boarding in Hanalei Bay. Uh, Snorkeling's fantastic there. There are fifty yeah. foot swells way out. And we were still snorkeling in the nice core. Did you reefs. go to uh, Anini at all? Anini, any, Anini Beach, yeah. Anini Beach there, oh, yeah. do some snorkeling out I did there. snorkeling uh, actually right on Princeville. There's a little beach oh, yeah. between Princeville and Hanalei, just next to the river. Uh, Amazing. Sea oh, yeah, we went to that beach. Well, sea turtles, eels, uh, everything. Isn't that place awesome? It's incredible. But it is one of the rainiest places on the planet. The North Shore being quite different than the South Shore of Kauai. They Did sit. you guys run into some of that rain? Absolutely. <laughs> Rain's about every day in Hanalei Bay. There's sun every day, rain every day. Some days are all sunny, some days are all rainy. I think we get about 100, 100 inches in uh, Hanalei Bay, 450 inches or so in the mountain, the vol old volcano in the center of the island, right. and then 10 to 20 inches in the southwest corner. Unbelievable. It's incredible. And this is a, this is a place that's you know, 20 by 20 miles. It's crazy. So it's crazy the variation of the weather, the, or the, um, 
the geography uh, or topography, maybe to be more specific, right. the vegetation and whatnot, really dry down in that southern Waimea Bay, Waimea Canyon area. But the North Shore of Kauai, I mean, for locals who haven't been, is a wonderful, a lot of locals own places there. Absolutely. For good reason, right? Absolutely. For, you know, there's, there's a great connection. Everywhere I went there, there was somebody that had a sister that was from Aspen or right. knew the Ale House even. It was nice. And you could do these, like, really nice hikes where you can go out to waterfalls. Did you oh, guys yeah. do some of that? We did. So we did a hike. Oh. It's called, uh, on, what's the coast called? The Nepali, Nepali coast, coast on the northwest yeah. coast of Kauai. Oh. Awesome. Amazing stuff. So you hike two miles, about a th you hike up a thousand feet above the Pacific, go down, you end up at a waterfall where it meets uh, the trail that you then go up to the waterfall. You're right below, you end up right below a 1500 foot waterfall. Oh, you cross man. the river like six times and we were soaked. When we came out of this, mud everywhere, water, <laughs> just like going in. We had pants on because you're going through the jungle. Oh my gosh. We, kept, we were coming down, people coming up were looking at us like we were crazy. I mean, we were soaking, <laughs> just covered. <laughs> walking through rivers up to our waist, not even caring. People were like, are these guys crazy? But No, we're from Aspen. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're used to it. We, we just call it. that Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just another adventure. It was nice, except when you fall in the river, it's like 65 degrees instead of 32. Oh. That's one nice thing I liked. Yeah, you don't one just go, <gasps> like you do here. <laughs> it just takes your breath away, literally, when you go into our river. Oh, yeah. Really comfortable. And then the water warmer on the beach is because of El Nino. Right. So the water is close to 80 degrees, which is about wow. 5 to 7 degrees warmer than it usually is. Wild. So that has its pros and cons. I was talking to the locals about it there. And the implications for us are what we're about to see, it looks like, in March is the El Nino we've all been waiting for. Hopefully it implies huge snow on the second half of March into April, maybe even into May, if you look at past it strong El like Nino it. years. That's what uh, Joel Gratz at Open Snow. Yes. He, he says it's going to go into May, or it looks like it could, starting and getting a storm every week, basically starting this week, which is the one we got, right. where we had 10 inches in the bowl yesterday plus, uh, next week, and have it just keep coming for us. Yeah. Sun, powder, sun, powder. Uh, That's what we're looking don't for. Don't we love it? And yeah. March is the snowiest month, traditionally, you know, it historically. Is. You get those snowy nights, sunny days. Hopefully the best is yet to come. Let's uh, switch yeah. gears a little bit because you've been in the food and beverage industry for how long now? How many years? Let's see. I've worked in it now for nine years. Okay. Eight years. I worked at uh, 2006. I came and worked for Graham Franson at Crust at the base of Highlands. Crust right. and ZG Grill he had. Yep. So I worked that. there starting in 06. So now we're 2016. So 10 years. Took a two-year hiatus in 2008 and then got back on at the end of 2009 involved in the what was the Highlands Pizza Company and is now the Highlands Ale House and the Highlands Taqueria, the right. sneaky one that not so many know about. But That's it's a great what we're place. going to talk about during the main body of the show. I'm going to talk it. about the Taqueria. I want to talk about all the things that make the Highlands Ale House unique. Obviously, beer is number one, <laughs> but your food is right there tracking at a very high level, too. Absolutely. We're going to talk more about that. But before we go to break, a couple things you like to do with your free time. Like, what do you do besides... Hotel restaurant work is very demanding it as is. people in the industry, like I used to be in the industry. You know, it can be a lot of hours. Besides going to Kauai, <laughs> what do you like to do? That's with your one free of the things time? I do in my free time. You sneak up to the bowl a little bit from time I to time? I sneak up to the bowl as much as possible. Been up there <laughs> dozens of times this year and uh, I would nice. like to more. Basically, any day I'm going to go skiing, I'm going to try and make it up there. Right. Uh, I do the bowl. I ski Highlands. I actually haven't skied any mountain other than Highlands this year. 
Same. I, well, no, I did, I did make a mistake on Ajax one day. <laughs> people, it was still fun. People won't admit it, but Highlands is, is the best mountain it out is. there that we have. We it, love the other ones. But. Well, you know, it's known for the local, as the locals' mountain it, it, for it, good it, reason. It is. And it's been like that for a long, long time. Even back in the days of Whip Jones when he owned it. Right. Before Skiko eventually right. acquired it. He had really appealed to the locals with the deck jump, Freestyle Fridays, parties at the base. Stein Erickson used to come down and hit a jump and do a flip at the end of the day. All that festivity really appealed to the locals. We're trying to bring that back, and slowly I think we are, and the locals are recognizing it. Right. And it's something that we're st we're, we started here, we're here, and we can still get w go way higher and bring it back to the old school highlands, and we're working to do that. Right, with right. Any of the parties we're doing and, you know, all sorts of cool skiers. We had Bodie Miller was in a few weeks ago for an event. Nice. Nice. Uh, Chris Davenport's in there all the time. Those types and those are the people we want, the faces we want to see along with all the locals that we get to see on a weekly basis. Well, we've got a lot to get to here today, Kevin. I want to take a quick break. Rehydrate. I wish we could re-beardrate. I know. <laughs> One thing I did next, slip on today. Next show, though, we will have ale in the house. There will be when ale we in talk the house. That whole desk is going to be covered. <laughs> just be, yeah, so just go. get ready. I'll be hiding behind <laughs> pint glasses. But anyway, we do want to thank the Highlands Ale House. We want to thank our title sponsors, Picking County Landfill and Tri-Peaks Life Coaching. We want to thank Sachet Floral Arts and Gifts, Aspen Square, Aspen Animal Hospital, and Sundog Athletics. We'll go to a couple quick messages. It'll be about a minute and a half. It is our only break of the show. Then we'll be back with Kevin Joseph, the owner of Highlands Ale House, the place for locals at the base of the Locals Mountain. So don't go away. Picking County Landfill's mission is to conserve our environment and extend the life of our landfill through innovative programs. We offer recycling, composting, continuing education, site tours, and gardening workshops. Picking County Landfill, we handle it. More at landfillrules.com. Do you feel stuck? Are you overwhelmed by the daily clutter in your life? Do you want to change your professional path and refocus your attention on healthier lifestyle and healthier relationships? If you don't know where to begin, Andy Wooten can help. As a life coach based in Aspen, Andy helps you to create a plan and execute your goals, ensuring that you attain your personal and professional best. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square is the hospitality place in downtown Aspen featuring fireplace studios and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services. Aspen Square is a great place to stay in the center of Aspen and across the street from the Aspen Mountain Gondola. Aspen Square is proud to support The Local Show. Sachet Floral Arts and Gifts is located next to Clark's Market in Aspen and features fresh flowers, candles, books, chocolates, accessories, and unique gifts. They will help you with your everyday gift needs, weddings, and events. They can be reached at 970-920-6838. Sachet will make you smile. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you know. Thank you for sticking with us here on the local show, a show just for you locals. Although visitors, we love it if you watch too, but we like to feature these great locals every week. Uh, an entrepreneur in the house, a food and beverage man, 
which is uh, near and dear to my heart. That was my degree field, was hotel restaurant management. Oh, wow. Got my bachelor's at uh, University of Wisconsin Stout. Oh, yeah. And uh, some people in the industry have heard of Stout. It's top rated, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was also known as a party school, which for some reason my high school counselor didn't think was a great idea. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, that's bad. And I'm going, yes, 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 because <laughs> it's one of the few that accepted me. And it's a party school. <laughs> I think there was no hiding it at University of Colorado where I went. At that point, everyone knew what it was, and it still is. It's a great place to study, though, too. Right. So you went to CU, or did you go I did to... go to CU, Boulder. Okay, okay. And did you get your degree in hotel restaurant or something I actually else? got my degree in finance there. Oh, well, that's a, a good one. minor have. in entrepreneurship, so it might be the connection. I've always been interested in being an entrepreneur. I don't think I ever pictured myself... Out. I did work in the corporate world for two years for IBM, but ah. that really solidified that. Right, <laughs> that was enough. I, right, to clarify, is, I definitely want to be an entrepreneur. This I is what be. I belong doing, and I didn't right. envision it in the food food business. And right. then I came out here, started working in '06, and I've always I've always been a cook ever since you know I was probably five years old, four years old. I remember making pasta from scratch with my dad ah, and okay. brothers and whatnot. Okay. So now I'm becoming more more and more into cooking by the day almost to the point that I'm ready to be a chef. So this was in your blood for a while. I think Since so. Since you were a kid, you kind of, you know, got into the finance thing, IBM, corporate world and all that, but then it steered back in to the restaurant business, which is obviously yeah. a prominent my, business here my, gr my great grandfather was a chef in Chicago. Uh, okay. He was an immigrant to the U.S. and was a chef. I, f I didn't find that out until about 10 years ago. I don't know. Uh, okay. This all makes sense it, now. It's all making a lot of sense. But My older brothers in the food business, were, it's, it's in the blood, okay, I think. It's in the family then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got food and bev running through the veins there. And I can feel it. But what's changed? <laughs> I've what's, got a Reuben that running might be through some my veins right running in there. <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some blood in the alcohol stream we used to <laughs> say in college. <laughs> but uh, what has changed, though, this last year is you were partnered um, with Bill Johnson as business co owners, basically. Yeah. Now. You ba did you buy Bill out, and now you're the, I, you're I did. the sole proprietor? I am the sole proprietor. So we went back uh, about five years ago. I had a partner, Ryan Sweeney. It was three of us, a okay. third, and now he's at Rhinos. He's the sole owner of Rhinos. Okay. And then it was Bill and I. And we, we came to a point uh, sometime last season, and, and it became official this last off season when we, we parted ways. I purchased his share, and it was a natural split for us, and it's, it's, it's been great being a sole owner. So you enjoy that. I'm you really like the control. You like to make the calls. I'm really enjoying it. In a small business and that, and that yeah. type of environment, it really, it really does help. And I've seen it. It's helped our business this year immensely. Were there some major changes that you made? You know, once you had the you know, sole proprietorship, the ownership, did you go, okay, well, this is I've been wanting to do this? Or was it just kind of expand what you had already started um, with we've Bill? Been, we've been expanding. We, we had a great concept of what we were working on, and I've been expanding on that. Um, from decoration, I did some redecoration. We're trying to make it more rustic, bring in more highlands and local art, right. uh, more barn wood, more wood everywhere, like woody, like old it. school feeling, that kind of stuff. And menu items, it's given me a little more freedom to work directly with our chef and kind of source products without having an extra say. Right. So it just makes everything a lot easier to and make things happen a lot faster. That's a great transition to the food itself because talking about you know you and your chef. Um, determining maybe some new menu items or refining what you already have. Speak to the, to the food, because you guys try to pretty much source locally, correct? Yeah. We try as much as we can. In the winter, it becomes a little more difficult in this right. area. Right. But a vast chunk of what we're sourcing are Colorado, many things organic, and most importantly, local, as we were discussing. 
You know what I really like is local, organic Colorado women. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can have, which you guys have there too. A lot. Local, organic Colorado women and local, organic Colorado food. Both. That's a great combination. It's, it's the greatest. And then when you stir and then in get Colorado local beer. beer. Ah, you were on the you're on the wave we're on the wavelength, man. Maybe Let's some talk wine about the beer. soon. We're getting more and more Colorado spirits now. Okay, yeah, I saw you have a. Uh, is it a whiskey bar now, or a we, whiskey we, we, it, selection it's, it's a little, that's it, grown? Maybe a mix of both. We have a, okay. we're getting close to a hundred whiskeys. Oh, a chunk of those are from Colorado. Many from Kentucky, but they're from all over. Okay. But now with Woody Creek Marble Distillers, there's there's right. more selection. Stranahan's. Do you have Stranahan's? We do have Stranahan's Tin Cup, who's under oh. Stranahan's Breckenridge. Okay. Yeah. The well, what about, but you're an ale house. So let's talk about the ales and the beers. You guys are, is it 16 beers on draft now? 16 beers on draft, anywhere between 40 and 70 by bottle and can. So. And how do you source those? Like, how do you pick out your beers? What's um, that process I sit, like? I sit Besides down, a lot of tasting. I sit down with our bar manager, <laughs> Clayton, who's been with us, Clayton Shaver, who's been with us for since inception eight years right now okay. and he is really into the beers as well so we sit down on the beginning of the week see what's out there we go over our emails from our distributors and see see what we can get and make a nice mix we always have plenty of dark beers plenty of ipas because they're still the hottest beer out there yeah something for everybody on draft now draft is about 90 percent of our beer sales everybody wants on draft and i don't right. blame them right it's right. delicious so you get the select it's kind of sounds like a mix then in terms of like some colorado beer so we, we go, we try and go at least uh, 12 beers from Colorado of our 16, oh, nice. some, sometimes more. And then we're getting a lot of good, great beers out of California and Oregon. What's your favorite one right now? Do you have a favorite, like, say, from Colorado and maybe this your favorite? Is, this from... is a new favorite, actually. I, I don't really tend to like sour beers, and many people don't like sour beers, but many people do. From a brewery called Funkworks on the Front Range. They make Belgian-style beers, saisons, uh, like fruit-based okay. beers, and I don't usually like fruit beers. Right. They have a raspberry sour that we just got. I've never seen it before. Never. And even I actually heard of just that. tried to order another keg and couldn't get it. This is what happens with some of these some uh, of these beers. It is incredible. Because it might be a limited release, right, or a seasonal release, it's, where there's just not a ton of quantity. That, that might be what it is. We're gonna yeah. be we're gonna we're gonna find some more because it's that good. So Funk Works. Funk Works. I think they're in Fort Collins. We've sour had some of their cherry, sour like raspberry. raspberry. Sour raspberry. It's only four percent alcohol. Actually, if you okay. mix it with a little, so that's bit of, a good like an afternoon beer in the sunshine. Absolutely. If you yeah. mix, you can you can ask to mix it with a little pilsner. Ah. Something one of our bartenders does all the time. It's it's delicious. And then and that's something. Anything you want at the Yale House, we do everything for our customers. So okay, you know, food wise or beer or alcohol, we'll make whatever you want. You'll customize. We will customize. And personalize. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So even if it comes down to mixing beers or tweaking, sure. you know, a, a food order, For you guys sure. will really try to cater to I, the clientele. I, right. I try and it's and a lot of locals, right? You guys, would you say it's more than 50%? Say on any given day, I would say we're more than half locals? More than half locals, for sure. Um, always. They, the pizza company was like 90% locals, and now we're fortunate enough to have our new space where we do get tourists as well. But we're 50 to 80% locals. Some days... 99% locals. Right. It's right. great. We love it. We love the relationship we have with locals, and we love to cater to the locals. Well, you guys have such an awe. I mean, it's the combination, again, of the, the food, the beer, the staff, the deck. <sighs> Tell people a little bit about your sun, sun-drenched deck it's you have out there. deck. So now it's springtime. We're starting to do outdoor bar out there. So one thing that we've gotten from our customers, they'd like to have a little more service on the deck. I mean, we, we keep it pretty casual at the Alehouse. It works for us. It's the best format we've found at Highlands. So we're starting to open up the... Uh, 
the bar out there so you can come uh, ski up, get your beer immediately, take a seat. We've got 120 seats out there. Nice. We're getting sun right now till almost 6 o'clock. Come April, beginning of uh, April, it's 7-something. Uh, you know? So just ski right up to that deck, grab a beer. Ski up. Take we're, a load we're, off. We're looking into... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a like a ski-through almost. It's except, amazing. you know, you got to stop. And we want to make it... Bringing <laughs> it back to the old school, we'd like to get that European-style slash old-school Highlands Opera going on. Right. Thinking about getting some new furniture, maybe even building a ski-up bar so you'd have 12 seats on the yeah. corner of the deck facing your... With all your buddies on like a oh, circular bar, that's sitting out there having a great beer, looking up the mountain and just watching <sighs> everybody come down. That's what we're looking. We're looking to make some big upgrades on the deck this off season. Okay. So. And you guys also use that deck for private parties, right? Is that uh, private functions year round or mostly in the private summer? Private functions can be year round. We're flexible depending on the time of year. Okay. Uh, the busy season for us is the summer, and we've been growing. I mean, we've been at it for two years now. We had probably fifteen rehearsal dinners, weddings. Last year, a few birthday parties, a few graduation parties. Nice. And they're great. People love it. I mean, for a rehearsal dinner or wedding, you have the whole base of Highlands because we have a 10,000-square-foot lawn off the deck. So you get the interior, the deck, the huge lawn. Uh, and we're having, like, backyard-style barbecue rehearsal dinners with, like, croquet or any sort of games out there, fire pits. It's, it's amazing. And we, we have some Im images that we're bringing up while, while we're describing that base area, but the deck... The wedding setup, I know that's one of the images we have. Yeah. Such a beautiful spot it's there. Nice so rocky can, backdrop. Uh, yeah. So people can take advantage of that, you know, absolutely. primarily in the summer, but also in the wintertime, too. Yeah. We haven't done a party. winter wedding yet. But we, have, we have done a few private parties this winter, and they've worked out well. Um, we can, we're flexible. Shoot us an email, kevin at highlandsalehouse.com, if, if you have anything that you want to come up. Graduation season is coming. Uh-huh. Rehearsal dinner season is coming, engagement season, anything. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Such a great spot out there. It's amazing. Let's, let's talk a little, focus a little bit more on you and, and, you know, what are your favorite parts about the business? Because obviously you love the business. I know you love cooking. We talked about that. But what are some of the other things? I mean, is it the social where you see your friends or I think what are some of those elements? A lot of it's the social that you get to, you're not sitting at a desk all day. You, you get to interact with all your customers. You make right. great friends through the business as well. Right. I've met hundreds of people through the business, you know get to talk with people i like i do love the kitchen side as i was saying going in there kind of seeing how it's how it works it was fun when we moved into the bigger space like kind of seeing how it's an operation with the prep kitchen the main line and just watching how our our chef miguel puts it all together he's incredible so i get to i do spend a few hours a day in the kitchen watching all that stuff and that okay. as you said the food is important because people don't expect good food at a place like that right and they usually are you know pleasantly surprised how how good our food is and you know we take great pride in that but it's, it's fun. Just the kitchen. I'm all over the place. Taqueria, kitchen, front of the house. Talk with, talk with the customers. That's pretty interesting because you just hit front of the house because you're doing front and back of the house. Like yeah. you go back and forth. Oh, yeah. A lot of times there's just specific focuses. Right. But I think that, that bodes well for the business. Because nice you've got your hands everything. on both sides of it. Right? It's nice to see everything. Right. Take a few shifts at the bar once in a while. Get in there. Make sure everything's all right. I like it do everything i mean i run food bus food cashier <laughs> whatever it takes they haven't let me get on the line this year i, don't, I think the cooks don't think i can do it but well they're yeah. gonna be pleasantly surprised <laughs> <laughs> when we when we make a bet and they see me back there with like 40 burgers on and the you're grill. doing it oh yeah yeah it's gonna happen <laughs> or you're gonna lose big yeah. <laughs> one of the two i'm gonna win <laughs> So what are some of the keys to the atmosphere? I mean, we talked about decor, but there's also the staff. Yeah. Like, how do you guys uh, screen your staff? How do you decide? Because it's such a big element to any it's business. It's huge. It's huge. And how it's something we're constantly on working on, but we've done pretty well. We have a great staff, our best staff yet this year. 
Um, it's just about having friendly, fast, attentive. Uh, that's that. Those are the main things. Friendly, right. fast, attentive. I right. would say. Right. Um, just being able to engage with your customers and tell them what you have to offer and be able to communicate well and. And then the bartender is in charge of setting that, that ambiance for the day and playing good music, and that's something we're working on and, and right. doing a great job with it. Right, so that's through an interview so process. You fill these people out with Interview process, a lot, a lot of referrals, interviews. Yeah. Okay. Could be anything. Sometimes I get contacted on Facebook, get a Facebook message, and next thing I know, that's our lead bartender, you know, or one of our lead bartenders, someone right. that, that just contacted us directly. Right. And, they, yeah, you sit down, you have a little conversation, you see if the personality is a nice fit. You can tell if people are friendly and personable yeah. when you meet them, and that's essential. Right. That's essential. You guys have just put the ingredients together. Um, you know, I mean, the food, the beer, the people, the atmosphere. You have live music. Can you tell people about the live music we're, opportunity? We're getting into our live music season right now, and we're, we are looking for talent as well. We're looking to do as much live music as we can the rest of this season, which is something going back to the old school Highlands that people are yes. asking for. A lot of the guys that have been there for 20 plus years, yeah. they're asking about the live music and it can be tough on the weekends in the winter in our space to do live music, but now with our sunny days out on the deck, yes. we're ready. We're looking to do live music about three, four days a week. We have live music this Saturday at Blitz and Banger. Okay. And if the weather permits, maybe even Sunday we'll get a band out there, but we're always looking for good talent. And So Blitz and Banger, let's date that. This, this Saturday. Saturday, March 12th. Which is March 12th. That's KSPN's annual birthday, birthday, birthday celebration, birthday right? Birthday bash. Right. I don't know what birthday it is, but it's a lot. I don't know. Yeah, it's what been a while, though. KSPN's been around longer than I have, They've which been is 30 for a while. something years. And they're, they're happy to have this event at Highlands. It's getting bigger. So they started out with the uh, scavenger hunt all over Highlands. Get to Highlands early Saturday morning because they have little, uh, they call them dust bunnies, these little. Oh. I don't know, stuffed animals that are all over the mountain. I've never had okay. the opportunity to do it, but okay. you find it and you bring it down, and it could be a prize, anything up to a season pass for next year. And you're going for it, right? Oh like, yeah. We a lot of us know Marshman. Oh yeah. He, so he's been successful in the scavenger he's hunt. Our, he's our num he's it. our number one guy at the alehouse. We <laughs> love we love Marshman. So I, no day passes without me sitting down with Marshman for a few minutes and having a nice chat. Right. You know, seeing how he's doing, hearing the snow conditions. No better place to get snow conditions than from the Marshman. Right. So I love seeing him up in Highland Bowl, and he's oh, yeah. he's a, sounds like a scavenger hunt champion. He is the scavenger hunt champion. So I challenge everybody out there to <laughs> try and unseat the Marshman this year. So. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. He's the tree weasel. He finds everything. <laughs> just because that's how he skis every day, anyway. Oh right? yeah. I think that's it's just, it's just natural. He just kind of picks them up in his sleep. He knows where they are in his sleep. So we're down to our last minute. So let's let's talk about a couple other things coming up because we got Saint Patty's Day. Coming up on March 7th, yeah. or I'm sorry, March 17th. March 17th. Next, yeah, next Thursday, we're, we're going to do some great specials on uh, Irish whiskey, car bombs, do some Irish stews, all sorts of food, just having a great time, just nice. getting back to that party atmosphere at Highlands. Nice. And then there's a CA, CAIC, which is the Colorado Avalanche Information Center, fundraiser on March 19th. Yep. So the Saturday after Blitz and Banger go into our second year of that. Uh, that's a great fundraiser. Tons of giveaways, jackets, pants gift cards, sweaters, layers, anything. And that's a great time. That's a band all day. And live music. Live music, raffles. With tickets are $20. It gets you two Aspen Brewing Company beers, one slice of pizza, and a raffle ticket for the raffle. And then you can buy more raffle tickets from there. It's a great party. And then finally, the granddaddy of them all. Closing day at Highlands, April 10th this year. Don't miss it. And we're going to bring up an image to see, but thousands of people, thousands of beers. I think the Corona, mini Corona, 
Coronita record was set one year at Highlands. I think going back to uh, ZG Grill, <laughs> they set the record, or so, so they say. This year we're looking to, we're calling on the locals to come out. We're gonna, we don't know what it's going to be yet. We're going to break some records maybe of Colorado beers. Yeah. You know? I like we'll see it. if we can break the record, get more than 5,000 people out there. It's a great time. Uh, it's really a happy event. No incidents last year with like 5,000 people. It's, oh it's amazing. It's amazing. Some people are afraid of closing day. Oh, Come no. on out. You'll have a great time. Do not be afraid. On the end of the deck, we do a little beer garden thing, and it's more <laughs> spacious. We opened it up. Come on out. Did you have fun on the show today, it was buddy? So, so fun. Great. Thank you Can't for wait being to see here. you at Highlands again. I wish we had a little more time, but we'll have you back on. And I'll see you at the Ale House, more importantly, very wait. soon. I, I got to give you your cookies. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Ale House, come try the taqueria, too. And the taqueria, which we'll also talk about next time. And open for breakfast. Don't forget about it. It's delicious. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kevin. And thank you guys for watching us here this week on The Local Show. Picking County Landfill's mission is to conserve our environment and extend the life of our landfill through innovative programs. We offer recycling, composting, continuing education, site tours, and gardening workshops. Picking County Landfill, we handle it. More at landfillrules.com. Do you feel stuck? Are you overwhelmed by the daily clutter in your life? Do you want to change your professional path and refocus your attention on healthier lifestyle and healthier relationships? If you don't know where to begin, Andy Wooten can help. As a life coach based in Aspen, Andy helps you to create a plan and execute your goals, ensuring that you attain your personal and professional best. Staying true to the aura of Highlands, Highlands Ale House is the local's place offering one of the best apres scenes in Colorado. A unique and extensive craft beer selection, awesome food that's friendly on the wallet, and a perfect spot for dinner at the base of Aspen Highlands. Aspen Animal Hospital is located at the Aspen Airport Business Center. Their four veterinarians specialize in wellness, surgery, dentistry, acupuncture, emergency, and critical care. Their hours are 745 to 530, and their phone number is 925-2611. Would you like to experience the winter of your dreams? Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to quickly gain new skills to experience the thrills of adventure sports, including snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, and the area's only fat biking adventures. More at 925-1069 or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the local show, people you work with, people you know. This podcast was brought to you by the Grassroots Community Network. Check out more of your favorite programs, browse our video on demand, and subscribe to our social media channels at www.grassrootstv.org.